This is an ABC podcast. It's time to get out and about in the garden with Rowanna and Sabrina here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Oh, it's a crazy place in the ABC Perth studios this morning. Welcome to our regional listeners. We were just having some fun on ABC Perth talking about luggage and disasters and our must-pack things. Sabby, do you mm. have a must-pack? You do a bit of travel. I do a lot of travel and um, I've had some really hilarious things happen and not so hilarious things. <laughs> uh, do you know, because uh, I used to go to Broome a lot. Yes. Uh, Broome at one stage had the same... Letters as Brisbane. So on a few occasions, <laughs> yes. I got to Broome and my luggage went to Brisbane. Yeah. BNE, BME. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Easy mistake. So, you know, when you're out in a remote oh, community, you. Not ideal. Nothing. You got nothing. No. Um, I could have probably whipped up a little bit of something, I suppose. But. Um, Yes, I I always have you know the drawstring bag everything yep. you need on I always do that. Yep. The okay. old drawstring the, bag. So where's your drawstring bag this morning with everything you need in it? God only knows. <laughs> uh, because all the contents of the entire house when you get a whole house painted at one go, uh, you can't find anything. Yeah. And all the stuff that there's no room to put on the front or back veranda, you cram it into all the cupboards the existing things that are already crammed. <laughs> So you get your feet and you push and then you cram more stuff in front of that. But I did underwear, clean underwear. I have clean underwear. Okay. That's about all I can say. Good job. That's the most important bit Um, when you're sharing a studio so (laughs) intimately as you and I are. (laughs) And thank you to Jess and Eb and... Anyone else who yep. has a role in organising Sab's life? Yeah, because you know, I forgot sorting my phone. things out. If you've got a consult booked with Sab this yep. afternoon, she You're should get there if she can <laughs> remember where, what time, what day. I know my PA number two, which is Ebony, had to talk to PA number one, which is Jess, and go, "Where am I meant to be today? What time?" <laughs> but you know what? The important bit is you knew at five past nine. You had to be here at the oh. ABC studios. You've got your ABC pass on. Uh, yeah. And we're here to answer – well, sorry, we, you're here to answer questions And from clean underwear, right. And clean <laughs> and underwear. And clean underwear. Oh, it feels good, doesn't Jess, it? We are flying this morning. <laughs> flying, I tell you. If you've got a question for Sab, 1300 222 720. We have a couple of phone lines open if you want to jump in. Uh, you can send through texts as always, 0437 922 And if you need us to have a look at a photo, please send it through via email, perthweekends at your.abc.net.au. And as always, if you miss those numbers, those email addresses, just remember the number 1300 and give Eb a call and she will help you out with um, giving you those email addresses more slowly or phone numbers, text numbers, whatever it is. So that, our wonderful problem solver in the garden here. Yeah. You yep. get to work. I'll have a crack at it this morning. <laughs> See how we go. All right. Well, let's get the ball rolling then. Graham's in Gwellup and has given us a call. Morning to you, Graham. Hi, good morning and uh, welcome to Sabrina. Back again, eh? Ah, yes, I am chat. indeed, Graham. I'm at, my brain's probably not functioning 100%, but, <laughs> but by the end of the program today, I'm sure I'll be on fire. You'll be awake. Okay, yeah. very good. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, we've got uh, two very good um, uh, fruit trees, a, um, peach, uh, a apricot tree and a mandarin tree. Yeah. One, how heavily de- 
to prune it. They're three-year-olds because we like to get a bit of fruit soon. Okay, And yep. uh, what's the best fertiliser to use and how often? Okie dokie. Help along the track. Yep. Great question. So the mandarin you can't prune heavy. The peach and nectarine tree, it, it's not the right time to prune really, Graham. The best time to do that is in March. Um, if you winter winter prune, you know if you prune now, you go you could be pruning off all your flowering wood, which is what your trees come on. With um, with citrus, you prune little and often, so every three months you're going to do that. With all your stone fruit deciduous trees, you're going to start pruning them in September, um, not pruning, sorry, feeding in September, then again in November, then again in March. And the best fertiliser is get one that's uh, highly mineralised, that's slow release, water safe, and has over 64 different minerals in it. That's the best one for all your fruit trees. There you go, Graham. Thank you for your call this morning. Uh, Phil has sent us a text, 0437 922 Morning. My compost bin has heaps, millions of slaters. Good or bad, Phil would like to know. What do you reckon, Sam? Well, Phil, even though slaters are a crustacean, they're a ground-dwelling one. They don't taste anywhere near as nice as a marron <laughs> or a lobster. Um, so the, the part of the slater's role is to actually break down decomposition of, 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 you know, material. So um, now if you've got millions in there, it means that your compost is either past the due-by date and you should have used it mm-hmm. or it hasn't got hot enough and you've just, you know, it hasn't fully composted down. So I would actually start using that um, compost because at the moment all the birds are nesting and there's lots of willy wagtails that would love to come down and feast on those particular slaters. So if you spread the compost out so the slaters are exposed, you'll have a big mob of birds that are coming down to have a peek and go, oh, my little <laughs> smorgasbord. Oh, very good. All right, uh, back on the phones, we're going to head to Wally, who's in Byford. Hey, Wally. Yes, good morning, ladies. Morning, uh, Wally. Rena, yes. Uh, you at 75% are better than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree, Wally, that's Wally. so I agree. lovely. Thank you so okay. much. My question concerns rhubarb. Yes. Now, I've got uh, my rhubarb is growing quite nicely. However, um, the leaves are developing uh, dead areas in the centre. Right in the centre of the leaf? Yes, that's right, yes. Okay. Uh, That could be a fungal problem. You know, we've had a lot of rain, Wally, and Byford can have heavy soil. So it might be – what I want you to do is go down the base of the rhubarb plant and just clear the soil around so the crown is not under soil. Yes. Um, And I would definitely cut those leaves off. Well, have you got stalks big enough to eat? Yes. Okay, I want you to cut the stalks off that have got those affected leaves, throw the leaves in the compost bin, 
eat the stalks, but clear the soil around the crown of the rhubarb. Right. Now, could I use a... Any sort of an organic spray at all on those? Yeah, you could use you could use a um, a mancozeb spray. I think the withholding period is about three to five days for rhubarb. So just check the withholding period before you chow down on your rhubarb. <laughs> Good on you, Wally. Thank you. An email coming through Perth weekends at your.abc.net. .au. Good morning, ladies. We're very concerned with this grafted flowering red gum on our street verge in Kendanup. Oh. We regularly drench it in a seaweed extract and native fertiliser. There are only, there are four others that are looking very healthy. I'll just give you a look at this one, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's got a couple of things going on there, Ro. I wouldn't be too concerned, though, because one of them's gall and you just need to cut the leaf off. Okay. Uh, the other looks like a bacterial spot. Not much you can do apart from prune off those affected leaves. Most gum trees will get a fungus or a bacterial spot or gall. Um, that's quite common. Sometimes I get symptoms like that because of the soil type, but they should like the soil type at Kendanup. All right. Um, Thank you, Darius. She also said on another note that her mum mm. used to teach me the piano in <gasps> Geraldton. Oh. And she now lives in an aged care facility oh. in Bustleton. So, Mrs. Luck, if you're listening, thanks, oh. Darius, for pointing that out and, and knowing where your mum is. Um, she put so much time into me and I'm sure and I didn't... And you go there, right? Didn't put near enough time as Mrs. <laughs> Luck would have liked me to put in, but... Um, we persisted. <laughs> Mum put, oh gosh, it would have been, how many years would I have done? I reckon I would have done year five to year 11, six years really? classical piano. Yeah, and that was plus another couple of years with another teacher, but wow. six solid years of. So yeah. you're a pianist? No. <laughs> <laughs> that I am not. I can read music very well. I can play basic sheet music, right? Okay. Um, but as um, Mrs. Luck would tell anyone, was absolutely tone deaf. Oh. So um, because it was classical piano and did exams every year, you had to do, you had to play your yes. practical, but you yeah. also had to do oral and oral tests. Oh, so okay. listen yes. to a bit yes. of music, play, and it back, play it back. Listen to a bit of music, sing it. Ah. Yeah, my sister. If anyone needs story time, <laughs> she'll take great delight in telling us because <laughs> she wasn't tone deaf. <laughs> And so she would tease me. But anyway, that's so lovely to hear from you, Darius. And um, your mum is a wonderful woman. I hope she's listening. Um, good morning, Mrs. Luck. Uh, let's go back to the phones now. 1300 720. We can go to Jane, who's in Albany. Hello, Jane. Hello, Jane. Oh, sorry. Hello, Sabrina. <laughs> um, yes. I've got. I've been trying to grow a grapevine. I, we grew up at Dandarigan and it's a particularly nice one in as much as it's a, a green grape, green seedless grape, and it's, you know, it's worth the effort, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I've tried down here last year and I sort of got a, a, a little sort of fungusy thing on it and it kept on shooting out leaves and they'd shrivel up and die and that sort of thing. So last year's try has been deleted. Um, this year I'm trying again, and I've I've got some cuttings in water. Okay. Bit of okay. Yeah. All righty. And, and the cuttings are going ballistic. They're growing. Yep. yep. That's um, good. But I sort of think it's time to do something else with them because. Yep. Um, and I could I don't put them outside, of course, because I reckon they'll shrivel up in the cold. Uh yeah. Well, that's although you know what, Jane, um, grapes. 
growing really well winter cold places not summer cold places but you've done the right thing okay what i would do is i would put you need to if they've got lots of roots now you need to actually put them in soil but what i would do is put them in a pot so get good quality potting mix place them in the pot leave them in that pot until march and then plant them in the ground. Now, because it's Albany, I want you to go and buy another bag of uh, potting mix and then you're going to put a full bag of potting mix in the hole that you're going to plant the uh, grape and then off she'll go. Okay. Thank you, Jane. Good luck with that one. We're going to head to Dongra and say good morning to Diane or near Dongra. Hi, Diane. Good morning, girls. How is everybody? Yeah, good. Super. I wish wish my brain was working this morning. <laughs> I think I need like a little – it's almost like, you know, you imagine all the, the action that's going on in your, in your brain with chemicals and signals going left, right and centre. I think mine are just laying in a little <laughs> patch somewhere. And they're, they're just not firing off this morning. <laughs> I can totally relate to that. Totally relate to that. <laughs> well, I'll try and help anyway. Uh, I've just got a question about pistachio trees. Yeah. When when is the best time to prune them? Now. So they won't have shot yet. No, so, no, not yet. Yep. So winter pruning is the best time for pistachios, Diane. Oh, so good. you can you can hook in. They're a beautiful tree. I know. We've got we've got well a male and a female and they are just Oh you've got beautiful. the fruiting pistachio. Yes, oh, I was thinking the ornamental. Right. Know, how many one. how many have you got? Two, just two. Just, just the one two. male one and one female. one female. Have they flowered yet? Not yet, not this year. I mean we've had they flowered uh, last year and the year before and the year before that, but Okay, they're just so getting, they're getting ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So what time of the year did they flower, though? Uh, spring, about September, October. Yeah, so really the best time for fruiting pistachios, well, nutting pistachios, is actually at the end of summer. I'm a bit worried if you prune them now, Diane, that you're going to prune off your... Prune off the flowers. Yeah, okay. the flowers. Is it possible okay. to leave them just this year until after they're finished flowering. Oh, yes. Fruiting. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that, well, that's, that's the best time, yeah, To at the end of summer. You can go hard. Thanks, Diane. Um, hi, this one is for Sabrina. I have a Southern Cross Mallee grown from tube stock. Oh. It started out with four stems, but one is now six foot tall and spindly and the others are gone. Can I prune oh. it to get a better form? Now, this is interesting because with mallies, you can prune them down to the lignotuba, down to the base. However, they need to be about six years old before you have any success with that. So what I would suggest, the one limb that's up and spindly, I would take at least a third off it and that will shoot. And then once the mallee's six years old, then you can cut it down to where you see that lignotuber. All right. Uh, Chev writes, good morning, everyone. Can you please tell me of any bird attracting plants I can keep in pots for my courtyard? I've been missing them being um, oh. near me after downsizing. Oh, 
Okay, so grevilleas are an absolute uh, joy for birds. So you can get uh, if you get the smaller flowering grevillea there, and there's so many grevilleas now that are in um, different sized pots. Uh, or different, you know, they get to a different height. So you want a grev that's going to be two, no more than two metres high. Um, there's a lovely one called Winpara Gem. Then you've got all the King's Park ones, the Kimberley Moon, Aphrodite's Dream, uh, Mandarin something. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. I am That'll really do bad no more. We're having you pay this week. Salvias. Get salvias. Salvias do really well in pots and the little birds absolutely love them. Okay. Beautiful. That's yeah. That will do. I think it's more than adequate. <laughs> On our way back to the phones, um, Sarah would like to know. Um, her garlic this year has split in the ground. Do you know what the problem would be? Um, splitting can be a, a deficiency of a particular mineral or it can be uh, too wet. Mm. They've got a little bit too wet. Eb loves garlic. She ate a whole, um, no, it's not a clove, it's a, <laughs> a bulb. bulb. The whole bulb. She was travelling, got served up to her, it was all a bit weird, but... <sighs> Pete ate it in the end. Oh, did On he? your Pete. Uh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I was thinking with flying and travelling, that's probably a really good ploy to eat a whole clove, a whole <laughs> bulb of garlic before so you no get in the plane. So no one sits near you? Yeah. People <laughs> would just go, oh, I don't think so. Either that or a baby that's just pooed their nappy <gasps> and you don't oh. change it until you get on the plane. Oh, yuck. <laughs> Our friend Kay has given us a call from Port Kennedy. Good morning, Kay. Hey, Rowie. Hi, Sabrina. Hi. I'm glad I got through this week. I got cut off last week. Oh, oh no. darling, I'm so sorry. But and, it's not, and it's not like you guys to cut me off now. No. now, now. <laughs> Most anyway, definitely I'm just ringing. not. You were mentioning about a flowering plum. Yeah. I had one in a previous house, and you were mentioning about when to cut it. Yes. And I pruned mine back, yeah. not to the ground, probably about as tall as what Kay is, yeah. and, and, and within two months it started to reflower, so mine didn't die. Well, that's oh. excellent, Kay, because yeah. um, sometimes, because so, those flower, those trees flower in uh, spring, right. so if you prune them in winter, you're pruning off the, the flowering wood, but Kay being nice and tall, when she pruned hers, she's still got a bit of height left in the tree, so... Um, but that's good to know, Kay, because it means that with the plum, if you prune it in winter, then you'll still get flowers, a second flowering, which okay. is – but Kay's a bit of a gun gardener. She so, is. You know. She's not the standard gardener. No, Kay, you have a yourself a fabulous uh, Saturday and thanks for giving us a call and um, sorry about whatever happened last week. Mm. Let's head to Ray now, who's in Bunbury. Good morning, Ray. Yeah, good morning, Morning, Good Ray. morning, ladies. Hi, how are you going? Good. Sabrina, I've just got a question for you. We have a um, beautiful mature dragon tree out the front of our house. Mm-hmm. Um, however, one of the roots is actually pushing up the pavers. Yeah. And my husband wants to repave. And we're just wondering, are we able to cut off one of those roots without damaging the tree? Yep. 
And if we can, do we need to put any conditioning on it so it doesn't nope. affect, you know, the growth of the tree? Nope. So the tree has its own healing mechanisms, Ray, and because it is a dracaena, um, you can you can definitely just prune one of the, prune the root off that's causing the uh, disturbance in your paving, and it will be fine. Don't you won't need to do anything else. Oh, awesome! Thank you so much. Okay, Appreciate it. no worries. Good on you, Ray. Thank you. We'll go to George, who's also in Bunbury. Hey, George. Oh, hello. Hello, George. Oh. You just went super quiet there for a second. I thought uh, you dropped out at just the wrong time. I know. I'm a shy, shy retiring type, George. <laughs> hey, Sabrina, I've got a northern-facing patio. Yeah. And on the outside edge of that patio, I planted a golden chalice vine. Ah, oh, yeah, they're good. amazing. So it's about two years old. I grew up from cutting. Yeah. Um, it's gone absolutely nuts and yep. in desperate need of a haircut but I haven't pruned it because I was worried that I'd prune all the flowers off. Um, now it's starting to bud up but the buds only get to be about an inch to two inches in size and You're then right. they just drop off. Okay um, now the dra- the uh, golden chalice vine is it's so hardy uh, and George you can basically you can prune it now. It will reflower. There's no problem there. Oh, okay. So come the end of September, October, it'll put out new flower buds. There are, I've seen them go up the top, the golden chalice vine. I've seen it go up as high as 25 metres up a gum tree. So they're pretty rapacious growers. Yeah. No, it's, it's brilliant because the one plant planted on the corner of the patio is spread down the whole length of both sides yeah, of the patio. Yeah, they're beautiful. Uh, I just, they're I just beautiful. wasn't sure about the buds dropping off, that's yeah, all. Yeah, well, that's probably a reaction to the wet and the cold, but just go ahead and prune it and it'll reflower. Good on you, George. Travel safely wherever you are. Sounded like you were in the vehicle um, as you were talking to us. Uh, let's go to Annalise, who's in Geraldton. Good morning. Good morning, Sabrina. Morning. Um, I- just repotted a lemon and a lime tree that were five years root bound. Yeah. Um, and they've both shot to flower. So I'd like to know if I need to remove the no, no, no. flowers. No, 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 for no. This season. No. Um, don't remove the flowers. Um, okay. So the lime, limes are all flowering and fruiting now, and lemons yes. are just starting. So yes. leave all those on and congratulate yourself, Annalise, for giving them a whole new lease of life. Oh, all 100 kilos of them. <laughs> Thank you very much. No worries. Good on you, Annalise. 1300 222 720. Coming up to 28 past nine here on Roots and Shoots. Sabs, pick of the week coming your way in just a tick. Oh, on maybe. our way there. I oh, know, oh, we're flying through. Fl- oh, thank heavens. I've managed to get through 27 minutes. <laughs> with half your brain working. With half my brain. <laughs> Leonie and Frio wants to keep getting you, keep. Challenging your brain. Okay. Um, is it my imagination or were there a lot less Cape Lilac caterpillars this year? I haven't heard any complaints about them. I have seen them. It's a little bit too early yet, but what I tell you what we have seen is hundreds of other 
bloody caterpillars <laughs> that are new in town. Well, about five years they've been here. So maybe they're taking over the role of the Cape Lilac caterpillar. Don't forget there's not a lot of leaf on Cape Lilacs at the moment. Don't you worry. I'm afraid to say they'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, on our way to pick of the week, yes. um, Sab, you were talking to me before we came on air about chooks. Now, on the Facebook page that I never look at, but thankfully <laughs> Jess does. That's assistant number one. <laughs> that's assistant number one. Um, there's been a, quite a bit of talk about uh, chickens, people keeping domestic chickens at home. And a couple of people have written in to say that they have had their eggs tested and they've found uh, like... 18 times higher percentage of heavy metals in the eggs. So what people who have got chickens need to know is if there are any chemicals or heavy metals in the soil, that will be concentrated in the egg. So about five years ago, this came up again. And because I do a lot of home consults, in every place I went to that had chickens, I strongly recommended that they had the soil tested and an egg tested, not just for heavy metals, but all the pesticides that used to be used in home gardens. Okay. Now, particularly if you've bought a, a bigger block that used to be farming land, you really must get your soil tested and an egg tested to make sure it's not just heavy metals, it's all the poisons that we used to use, arsenic, dildren, organophosphates, all those mm. um, dildren, because that remains in the soil for some of them up to a couple of hundred years. So, and I'm not saying don't keep chickens and I love chickens <laughs> and it's so fantastic to have chalks, but you need to know that the eggs that you are eating are not contaminated with heavy metals or with pesticides. Beautifully done, Sab, and perfectly timed. Have us nine. It is... That time again it is Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick, pick of the week. I know you're going to dig this. Here we go now. You know, um, inside joke. So Sab left half of but That's an outside joke that she left her brain kind of home. She left mm. her phone home. She forgot yep. everything. So she yep. couldn't even remember what her pick of the week was yep. this week. So yep. had to ask Eb to put it up on the screen to remind Sabrina. Um, that's how well we're going, all right? I'm just giving you some insights into our lives this morning. Um, then I got the giggles when Eb put it up because I thought it was a joke. Ah. Because the artist, yes. I had like two women combined in my head. Ah. And, and so first I thought, Pamela Anderson's a singer and then I'm like oh no it's not and then I was like Jennifer Aniston's a singer and then I'm like oh no it's not that either (laughs) but apparently Pamela Aniston is a person a singer no a song title no oh yes it's a song title right (laughs) so so is it about Pamela Anderson and Jennifer Aniston the song no? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you would have watched Friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so she doesn't appear on this at all apart <laughs> from a name. Uh, so I thought we'd play a little bit of June Rats 
because um, that's what's in the, my head is like a dune and there's just one single rat that's just running from side to side. It's National Science Week starting this week and I wanted to be really, really clever and talk about <laughs> talk about the science of gardening and soil and microbes and all of that. But I haven't got anything that's going from one side of my brain to the other this morning. So all I can say is it's National Science Week, which is very exciting because science is so important. And I'm, I wish I had a brain. Never before have we needed this three-minute and ten-second break more than today. Here you go, Sab's. Pick of the week. We'll be better on the other side, I promise. Mm, there we go. So Christina has written, Sabrina Hart, worst song ever goes to dot, 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 Pamela Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you feel better soon, Sabrina, please. <laughs> oh, gosh. My life is in disarray. Well, we were supposed to disarray. use that three minutes to get it together. And yeah, um, I don't. I think we lost it more than what we did. <laughs> Sabrina, after that song, I think you need to have a Bex and a lie down. John says, that's definitely not opera. Uh, no, that definitely is not. But Donna says, love it. There you go. See? So there you go. It's um Yep, there'll be there'll be plenty more rolling in, I'm sure, while we wait for a few more opinions on the song that's not sung by Pamela Aniston, Anderson, Anderson yep. Jennifer, or any of yep. the above, but yep. by June Rats. Um there are a few people asking where they can get eggs tested. Oh, um, if you get in contact with uh, DPIRD, the Department of Ag, Pest and Disease Mob, uh, they will give you a list of people that will test your eggs. Well, I think the Health Department might have um, something as well. Well, you know, if my brain worked, I'd probably be able to rattle off, you know. <laughs> a, yeah, but that's uh, as good as you're going to get today. Yeah. But fear not. Uh, our wonderful listening public. I'm sure that it, uh, well, Ebb's got this theory that it's the moon because big moon mm-hmm. um, that's affecting people's brains. And it's not just us. No. There was a lady at the coffee shop this morning. Yeah. She placed her order yeah. and then paused and went, I don't even drink that. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I order it? So, you know. We're all struggling a bit this morning, but you know what? We band together and we'll get each other through. Indeed we will. 21 and a half minutes to go, Sam. I Um, wonder if it's too early for a beer. Oh, well, if you've got one, I'll permit it. Um, <laughs> if you've got two. Hayley from Esperance, not your finest pick, Sabrina. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Onward and upwards to next week, though. Yeah, yeah, Catherine absolutely. says, love the music choice, Sab. There you go. Jenny. No, Jenny, why are you asking this? What is the name of the song I question, please? <laughs> <laughs> the song's name is Pamela Aniston. <laughs> Yes. And it is by June Rats. Yes. Yeah. For the, all those people that loved that song. Yeah. Which is not a lot. <laughs> no, they're a bit, yeah. It's probably less is more maybe this yeah. morning when Cut it comes to. Cut me a bit to, of slack. Come yeah, on, come people. on. It's been, it's been tough. Yeah. Um, oh, someone says they got excited that we started to read their text and then a song started playing and they oh. never heard the answer. Oh. I'm sure we didn't really do that, but no. um, we'll we'll put Eb onto that to see if she can match up the number with the question and if we did actually address it. Um, and if not, 
you might just have to do some fishing back on abc.net.au slash Perth. The show will be up there and stays up for a week and you can mm. listen back. Maybe we did answer it just before the song because I don't think we half read one and jumped into the song. I can't even but... remember what happened one minute ago, Ro. <laughs> and that was a whole four minutes ago. So. <laughs> oh, and Eb's just written, I missed that on the screen. Um we are going to be professionals and get it together. Bob in Denmark called through. He has a yes. Tahitian lime. Yes. Five, I'm going to suggest that's lime, Eb. Five yeah. to six years old, fruiting. But on some of them, um, the bottom are going brown and rotten. And oh, the skin, skin dies, dies back. back. Okay. Uh, so Denmark, cold, wet, lime, tropical. Cut the fruit off and wait for warmer weather. Okay. There I we hope go. it wasn't a lime. No, Is I think that, it was a... If it's a five to six-year-old line, whatever line, it may be being snorted that's probably... Oh, stop. Gone past its peak. Bev in <laughs> Bev is east of York and yes. she keeps losing signal, but ah. she has a mandarin tree, soot all over the leaves Ooh. and mandarins yep. and had the problem for a couple of years. Please, can you help? I can indeed, Bev. So you've got sooty mould on your tree. Now, the reason you've got sooty mould is because you have had scale or um, aphids and they've secreted honeydew and the sooty mould sticks to the honeydew. So here's what you do. Okay, you've got to listen to this carefully. I want you to get a potassium-based soap, spray the whole tree, leave that on there for five days. Then you're going to get a high-pressure hose and you're going to blast the hell out of your tree, not to a point where you blow off all the leaves. Then a two-week period from when you sprayed the potassium soap Two weeks after that first spray, you're going to spray it again. Then you're going to leave it another five days and then you're going to hit it with a high-pressure hose again. Okay. And there you go. There you go, Bev. Hopefully um, you got us loud and clear, um, <clears throat> even though you couldn't make it through on the phone. Um, a handful more feedback on your music oh, okay. choices come through. Have we got through. anyone that's... Loved it, Sab. Oh, what good. a banger to listen to while I sort my washing. Woohoo. Oh. Perfect. Yep. Sabrina, next week, could you consider playing Resurrection Shuffle by Ashton Gardner from the year 1979? I used to hear it as a cover song in the 80s. It used to get everyone up dancing in the pubs. That's from Joe. We'll, well, Joe, scribble that down. Uh, we'll she would put it in her phone, but uh, yeah, yeah, don't have that. Not here. No. William says Sabrina's pick, sort of band which were big in their hometown, but never quite vaulted beyond the bus shelter. Oh, that's a little bit harsh on June Rats. <laughs> hey, you made it onto ABC Radio. Yeah. Perth and Western Australia. Um, there must be something wrong with me, but I liked that number. <laughs> Jim says, like the aria from a few weeks ago, that was one of the best things she's Sabrina's played. Ah, oh, that's so. We'll do more opera. And Jen and Macy from Williams say, mm. we loved it. Well oh. done. Okay, so I reckon we're about 50-50, so I consider that a win because uh, it's probably the only win I'm going to have all day, so I'm taking it. Yeah. Gail in Geelong, just in regards to the person who thought their question had been cut off, oh, yeah. she obviously is listening into state, so does it online. If you listen online on the app and also Google, sometimes it holds conversations and then chops conversations. Oh. So maybe just a weird wow. little thing about listening online. So maybe our listener who thought they had their text answered. So, yeah, probably best to just go back and listen maybe to the show um, yeah, the podcast, from online yeah. or the podcast, yeah, yeah, and see if you can. Best, um, best podcast in the nation. Without without question, as mm. voted by 
Us. Um, <laughs> let's head to Renelle now, back to the phones, 1300 222 Renelle is in Hilton. Good morning. Hi. I've got a precious silver wattle. Yeah. And it's two metres high, and I, I'm wondering if I can keep it at that height or um, if I'll kill it. Not well, now that's a good question, Renelle. And if you prune it every year, yes, you yep. will be able to keep it at that height. The big problem people make with wattles is they do a really hard prune and then yep. it dies back on that stem. So, um, Well, that's what's happened with my other wattle is when I, I do a, even a small prune of one or two branches, that oh. branch just dies back to the main... Oh. So I was just worried that if I start pruning the other one, each one of those stems will, will die off. Well, do you know what you do in that situation, Renelle? You do a little science experiment and you, yeah. you select one branch <laughs> yeah. and you prune it where you want to prune it and if that branch dies back, then you know you cannot do that with that particular yeah, okay and this right. you know the silver wattles are live fast die young uh-huh a bit like my brain today i think <laughs> um so you'll only get 12 probably get about 12 years out of it oh that'll see me through <laughs> <laughs> That's a healthy attitude, I reckon, Renell. <laughs> I won't care after that. <laughs> oh, jolly good. <laughs> good on you, Renell. Thank you. Um, Kim has written in to say, well, that song got me out of bed. Hey, Kim, go you good thing. <laughs> hey, speaking of music, our yes. music man on um, ABC Perth Breakfast, yes. um, Saturday Breakfast, is Michael Lloyd, and he has sent through a couple of photos this huge gum um, gum tree fell over last week in the storm oh. at his place. Any recommendations on a good mature tree to replace it and any creative ideas with what to do with the stump? Sab used to live in my house many years ago in Cottesloe. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, how cool. oh, what a shame. I did too. I lived in that house with about 5,000 other people. It's <laughs> so, so you much do fun. in don't you? Um, okay, so now... Speaking of birds and nesting, let's talk about lizards and nesting. Mm. I would keep some of that stump um, and the tree and I drill holes in it for native bees and then make a little lizardry, <laughs> a lizard run, um, and also have a campfire in the back and burn the ones that you don't that want you to don't keep. Use. Yep. But logs are really important for frogs and lizards, so cut them up into smaller pieces, but definitely drill holes in them for native bees. So now, because our block sizes are well, that that's on a decent size block that that wonderful house in Cot. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to put another – I'd put in a Melaleuca um, – Viridiflora. Melaleuca Viridiflora. I only had two glasses of red wine last night That's with dinner. That's the problem. It's the moon. I reckon Eb's onto it. <laughs> she usually is. I, I, she is, isn't she? Mm. Jess offered her her job. She said, do you want to – why don't you just work for the mum? The thing about Eb, though, she's not silly. 
So she wouldn't have taken that offer. She values her sanity. Jess got quite excited when I said, I've got PA number two here. Do you want a job? She was quick when she said that too, I have to tell you. She's busy enough looking after me all week. And, And her own family, of course. Yeah. Pete's hard work. Yeah, oh, he is. Yeah. Actually, I've missed out chats with <laughs> the three of us at 11 o'clock on a Friday night. Yeah, we need to get back into that routine. Mm. Uh, Sab, Simon says, great pump up for National Science Week. Loads of events all around the state are listed on scienceweek.net.au if you anybody bet. is listening for those. So that's um, very handy. Thank you. We'll get back to our callers, 1300 222 We've also got some texts and some emails, so we better get cracking because we've only got 12 minutes left. Okay. So we'll go to Ross in Geraldton first. Hey, Ross. Good morning, ladies. How are we? Yeah, good, Very good. Ross. Brainless, but good. Pardon? I said I'm brainless, but but good. I don't know what you two are on, but I'll tell you what I want some of it. <laughs> the moon, apparently. Uh, the moon. Just the moon. We're on the moon. <laughs> the moon. Get out. What can we do um, for yeah. you, Ross? What I wanted to bring, I've got a Japanese orchid. Yeah. Grow, a tree growing in Geraldton. I was looking at it this morning and... I know that we've had a fairly cold winter so far and a yeah. bit of wind, yeah. but it, the leaves are normally a very green leaf, but they're 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 a brownie colour. Is it just because it's cold and wet, or does it need something? Uh, I would say it needs a bit of feeding. I'd say it needs feeding, and now the cold, wet weather will definitely make a difference to orchids. And they do not like any wind at all. So um, now you can get these fantastic spikes for orchids, like um, they're slow-release fertiliser and you push them in through the bark. Just make sure you're not over-watering them, Ross, particularly at this time of the year because that can cause um, spotting or the leaf just dies back. But I would definitely get uh, those fertiliser spikes that are specifically for orchids um, and make sure they're totally protected. But they'll always go off a little bit like like we do in winter. <laughs> Good on you, Ross. Thank you. Um, I like this message of support from one mm. of our listeners. Don't worry, Sab. I missed the first 10 minutes of your show because I was busy trying to find insiders on ABC TV. Of course, that's on on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> it is the moon. It's oh, affecting everyone. The sturgeon moon, oh. just been told. Oh. I have that... to do some research while yeah. you're talking to our next um, caller, oh. I reckon, so I can... Absolutely. Understand a, a little bit more about the sturgeon moon. moon. Let's go to Ram, who's in Highgate. Hey, Ram. Hi, morning, ladies. Um, English is not my first language. That's but quite that's all right. All. It's not mine at the <laughs> moment either, Ram. <laughs> but after listening to that song, I just open a bottle of wine and have to, you know, have to recover. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, question is, where is it possible to find black ginger in Perth? Oh, gosh. Um, Now, I have never seen it for sale in Perth. Um, Your best bet, Ram, would be Mm -hmm. to get it from... There's an online uh, nursery that specialises in all those rarer tropical edible plants. They just deal with edibles. Uh, They're based in Queensland and they do a lot of 
fruit trees. Um, okay. And to give you a hint, uh, yep. it's something that mm, it's tricky. This one, um, it's something that you would think about daily. Okay. <laughs> and they yeah, have not. fruit trees, and it's okay. based in Queensland. In and, Queensland. Yeah, and they would sell the rhizomes. Okay. Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll go online and check. Okay. Good Thanks, on you, Ram. Ram. Thanks very much. Uh, Louise writes, Sab and Row, I think if the moon is strong enough to pull the oceans out of shape, yes. that is the tides, yeah. it must be doing something to us too. Absolutely. And it messes with my computer too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have a lovely day, says Louise. <laughs> Speaking of which, my water bottle leaked in my bag because I'm living in oh. the car at the moment, sort of in between... Mm. Jess's place in a packed-up house. Um, and I I noticed that the water must have seeped in somewhere because when I opened the computer, there's this – it's like rainfall. Oh. Don't think it'll last No, it's long. not meant to be like that. No. Um, I love our listeners. Vicky tells us the sturgeon fish going up the streams in North America, named by the American Indians. Love you guys. So there must be something in that in yeah. the moon. Yeah. Oh. Um, Pip also followed up to say what we suggested about listening and it, she was the one who asked about the question. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She's yes. gone back and listened. It was there. We did answer oh, it and it was obviously heavens. an issue. So that's our listeners helping our listeners. Um, Marie, your brain, could you be suffering from long COVID? That's if you've had COVID. I still haven't oh, had we're going COVID. Down, I have, but my brain's working a little bit better than my friends in here today, I reckon. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe I'm getting COVID. Maybe that's what it is. Well, I'm not sure. No, no, no. Slide I'm, around the other side of the table no, and put your mask on. Thanks. I am completely, <laughs> totally healthy, just brain dead. All right. Fiona in Australia. How are you this morning? Oh, hi. How are you going? Yeah, good, good Fiona. Sorry. Sorry. I'm <laughs> cut out for a bit. That's all right. Um, Look, Sab, I, um, yeah, I need your help with clearing a heap of alstroemerias from my garden bed. They're yep. just taking over. Yeah. And unfortunately, they're not actually even pretty flowering ones. Oh. They're just, I Guts. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The old much. fashioned ones, yeah. Oh, and they've just gone bananas. Yeah. So. Oh, how do I get rid of them? Well, the unfortunate thing for you, Fiona, or it could be it's a fortunate work. thing for you if you don't belong to a gym or you can't get oh, to a gym. God, I knew you. <laughs> 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 yeah, good old-fashioned hard work, eh? I am afraid you are going to have to dig them up, Fiona. Oh, God. Now, okay. once you've got the majority of the bulb, then you can hit them with a... Um, a weed killer, but you have oh. to get the majority of the the bulbs out first, okay. and then they're weakened, and then you yeah. just spray them. But uh, I should imagine they're distributed themselves throughout your garden bed. They have. Mm. They're migrating too. So yeah, yeah. Okay. You could try. Um, you could try slasher. It, it's yeah. just going to burn the leaf tissue, though. It won't. The, oh. It's not going to kill the bulbs off. And I'm worried about all the other nice stuff I've got yeah. amongst yeah. it, so I'm a yep. bit reluctant yeah. to. Yeah. Okay, Hard cool. Gym membership. Hard work, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Sorry, Fiona. One, no, no, that's all right. One more thing, if it's okay, is I've got some um, old snowdrop bulbs as well oh, yeah. throughout the garden. Yeah. And they're... Um, they're just really old now, so I need to separate them all. Yeah, divide When's them up. When's the best time? 
Well, when you can say, well, the best times when they finish flowering, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So right. wait till so then. They're, they're nearly done. Okay. So wait till they're yeah. starting to yellow off. Or? Yeah. Oh no, you can dig them up before they start yellowing okay. off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no yeah, worries okay, at all. Cool. Yep. Good on you, Fiona. Thank you. Um, Here's a little bit of philosophy. Mm. Sabrina, the moon cycle is 28 days. Mm. Women cycle at 28 days, mm. average. This yep. is fact. 24 beers in a carton, <laughs> 24 hours in a day. Is it just coincidental? <laughs> now that is the kind of science and maths I love. It is science week. It certainly is. And I look, I reckon there's something in that row for sure. Oh, Karen has sent us an email on perthweekends at your.abc.net.au. Um, we probably need Dr. Loverbugs. Ah, uh, yes. What yep. have we got here? Um, Something is decimating my climbing spinach. I snuck out there with my torch last week. Ooh. This is science. This is citizen science. Yeah, and yeah. took these pics. Sorry they're not very clear as I was trying to juggle my phone, torch and wine all at the same time. <laughs> Do you reckon it's that black bug or that other shiny little critter. FYI, the dead leaves are mulch and I didn't have that there last year. The spinach was in a different place and still being eaten. I'm hoping you can help me with this. So there's potential bug. Ah, oh, that's um, that's a millipede. Oh, and that's a beetle. Different thing, two different bugs. And yeah, so you've got millipede and you've got a little little beetle. It's not a weevil, it's a beetle. Now, anything that's brave enough to eat a disgusting climbing <laughs> spinach, I think let them go for it. Because have you ever eaten it? It's like I don't slime. Think so, but if it's anything like the other type of spinach. No, I like that actually yeah, with a bit of real garlic sautéed and stuff. Um, so two different insects there. Both of them are actually consuming the leaves of your climbing spinach. So you could use neem, N-E-E-M, on those um, and that should sort that out. And really... You know, take that disgusting spinach out and put in a nice rainbow chard or silver beet, something that you like to eat. Um, Brendan from Bustleton, I have two blueberry plants of which he supplied a photo in pots planted in April. They're both flowering but not fruiting. Can you please advise what should be done to get them fruiting? Or what should you be doing to them and when should one one of them looks half dead, Brendan, Mm. so uh, good luck with that one, mate. I would liquid fertilise them, in fact. Okay. Yep. Get that onto it. All right, Jocelyn, this is probably going to be our last call and it will need to be fairly snappy. Good morning to you. Um, Good morning. Um, I believe the Cape Lilac has been taken over by black cockatoos as an alternative food source. I yes. want to access some that don't cost me a fortune to plant them back in my five acre and then put marries in between, but oh, they'll be beautiful. a lot quicker to grow. Okay. Okay, so go Jocelyn, for where I can get them. Jocelyn, if you see any Cape Lilac tree anywhere, you can take a cutting of a branch and you stick that cutting in the ground and it will grow. Mm. If you find any berries, you can stick the berries in the ground. You don't need to slough off the outside. You put the you sow the berry twice the depth of the the seed of the berry and it will germinate. So it grows from cuttings, grows from seed, cheapest way to do it and they're fast growing. Okay. There we go. Um we're 
out of time for any more calls. I'm very sorry this morning. We're rapidly heading towards 10 o'clock. Uh, coming up on the Derby edition of WA Sports Talk, Fremantle coach Justin Longmuir will be on the show. He's going to join Clint, Mick and Mark as well. Very quickly, Sab, but yes. when I... When can I prune apple trees and if I'm going to transplant them, when's the best time to do that? Prune and transplant now. This is an ABC podcast.